0: Live from Las Vegas, broadcasting around the world, you're listening to Up is Higher Than Down with L.A. Walker. L.A. Walker. Raw and unfiltered conversations on how to give life's challenges the finger. Truth is your passport to emotional freedom. Give an eviction notice to negativity. Dump yesterday's garbage. Learn how to be positive, energized, healthy, and alive during these insanely unpredictable times. Look up, get up, stay up. Then help somebody else to get up. Remember, any part of up is higher than down. Now, broadcasting hope to the world. L.A. Walker.
1: Here I am A. Again, happy, happy, happy to celebrate this marvelous gift of life. It is my job to live it, and I am going to do my job to the best of my ability because living is the best job I've ever had. I often wonder why, you know, some people are so happy and then some people are so miserable. And I don't have the exact answer to that, but I do have one uh, point of discussion, and that is that oftentimes people that are extremely miserable are miserable not because of their own condition, but because of comparing their lives to someone else's. The very sad irony of making comparisons of your life to someone else's is that you don't have a full understanding of your life and the life that you're comparing your life to they only allow you to see what they want you to see so you still don't have an understanding of what it is they are really going through with this often pretentious life that we see posted on social media social media is tricking a lot of us you know i i always uh, see pictures of beautiful pictures of the happy happy couples and you know you look at those pictures and you think wow they are really happy that's awesome. And then a month later, <laughs> you find out that they, they're they broken up. And you're like, what happened? Where are the pictures? <laughs> Live your life. Do you. Whatever it is you are, whatever makes you happy, whichever road or path you attempt to take for success, go on your path. Do your thing. Be happy with it. Get up, get up, get up every morning and look in the mirror and say to yourself, I love you. You know why that exercise of telling yourself, I love you is so important because a lot of us are beaten down. Many of us are in 90, 10% relationships. And God knows, I know some people that are in 95% to 5% relationships, beaten down, unloved, self-esteem, just drained out. So many parents are being beaten down emotionally and spiritually by their ungrateful children who who never appreciate anything and always find a way to say everything that you've done for them has been wrong. And that's okay. It's okay if your co-workers ignore you and snicker when you come past and try to rob you of your self-esteem. That's all right. It's okay if looking at the advertisements on TV and the newspapers and other print media um, uh, depict you as not being uh, good looking because you're overweight or because you wear glasses or because you have some freckles on your face. That's okay. It's okay because you can't stop any of those things from happening. But one thing you can do is you can love yourself. Look in the mirror and say, I love you, and keep saying it until it becomes a reality. And how do we know it's a reality? Because our behaviors toward ourselves will change. And when those change, how other people see us, perceive us, and treat us will also change. With me today is someone who's living exactly what I'm talking about, who's living out loud and proud. That's Dion the Godfather. A master of film, fashion, and music you've probably seen Dion on the basketball wives l a in addition to all the other things that Dion the Godfather does, his social activism is in the forefront. Hello, is this the Godfather it's the Godfather he's here <laughs> How are you honey?
2: I'm fantastic.
1: How are you I'm doing oh, great my too. Man's- I'm doing great, too. So in looking over all of your history and experiences and activities, I don't even know where the hell to start with you. Okay. Yeah,
2: <laughs> listen, we have so much to talk about. I mean, we can, um however however you feel.
1: Okay. Okay, good. Let's start with how did you become the Godfather?
2: Well, that's a really good question. <laughs> all right. So the Godfather has double meanings. Um, You know, I've worked several years in the activist community, working for the LGBTQ community, raising money, giving back, giving food, giving clothes. And um, my persona, there's a persona, you know, the godfather, you know, the person that's over the top. And that's just really who I am. Um, we just gave a name to it <laughs> And godfather in the gay community. It, it means a lot um, because a lot of children that are part of the lgbtq world and community um, They're always ostracized and yes. the Family members may or may not accept them for who they are right uh, and they're kicked out on the street and so these children have no family they have no you know no connection to you know a community besides the one that is the lgbtq and in that community there's houses and there's godfathers and there's godmothers and there's people that actually take in children that are on the street or young teens that need that guidance and me and in, in general I want to be the godfather to the entire world the godfather of the mu- music industry the entertainment industry um, and just be a voice and a vessel for individuals who are like me or ones that's been in situations where they're not able to be their authentic self so you can look at me you can listen to me listen to my music and I can godfather the situation
1: oh I love that that's quite an answer That's awesome. So then that takes me, while we're just talking about some of your activism, um, the Couture Hamilton Foundation. So I I see that you're pretty busy with that. So what what have you, what all of you guys been doing with the foundation?
2: Well, to be honest with you, I'm so happy you mentioned that because I started my own foundation called
3: I Am As Good As You back in 2009.
2: And um, that foundation was dedicated to doing tours around the los angeles area and helping you know people that are not fortunate and people that need assistance um and so there was one day i decided to do dedicate my entire birthday to giving back on skid row um and a good friend of mine
1: couture hamilton she
2: has her own foundation but she works in you know jamaica and gives kids you know food water and also tuition and education um and so i wanted to work and combine with her and combine our efforts um and to come together to help a group of teens in los angeles on sunset at the los angeles west hollywood gay center okay and um, i bought her i brought her on board and she was so excited about it Um, i'm big on the more hands the more help. The more chances we get to change someone's lives, oh, yes. and um, with her foundation, it was just it, it, it made sense for us to do it together, and um, yeah, that, that's how it
1: came about. That's awesome, and there's a tremendous need. There was already a, a tremendous need that that's yes. been multiplied by fifty with this COVID nineteen, and then the political climate that we've all just survived.
0: It's—it's—it's—it's it's,
2: it's, it's, it's really sad, you know that. You know, in Los Angeles alone, there's over 60,000 people that live in Skid Row. And Skid Row is either, if you come here to visit, it's like one of the most top-seeing tourist spots. And people just go through and watch them as if they're like animals or, you know, you're going to the zoo. Instead of stopping by and actually having a conversation or, you know, giving food or giving money or giving advice, you know, giving someone a hug pre-COVID. Um, right. You know, and then, you know, even with COVID, imagine the fact that they don't have the the medical um, leisure that we have. They don't have the, the ability to just go into a center and get help and get right. tested. Right. You know, they can't afford the, the testing sites. They can't afford to travel to different locations. So I think it's very big that we, you know we actually established something to help them and continue to, you know, cause they don't have a home, they don't right. have a house, they don't have anywhere right. to stay or lay their head. So during this time, it's, it's very important to help those that are less fortunate during COVID.
1: Oh God, absolutely. And I can remember in my heyday in real estate, I used to go to the uh, the uh, jewelry mart there, uh, downtown mm-hmm. LA. And I was I, I completely collapsed when I turned one corner and yes. I saw all of these homeless people, you know, like mm-hmm. five deep. That was in 2005. So exactly. and, you know, and I and I would I would gladly, you know, give money and things like that as I passed along because I felt so fortunate. And yes. uh, but I'm also aware that not only did I feel fortunate then, but at any day, any given time, anything could happen in my life that could cause me That's to join The homeless. You
2: are so right. You are so right. I mean, any of us, we're one step or one check away from being homeless. You know, um, it can happen at any time and at any point, especially when natural disasters happen, such as, you know, COVID-19. No one was prepared for that. Um, So imagine all the families who've lost their homes um, being evicted, you know, during this whole crisis. So, you know, it's real.
1: And I think that people kind of, We live in a bubble, you know what I mean? So I
2: I think that people are less educated in in, in why these people are homeless. Um, A lot of Mm -hmm. people are not homeless by choice, you know? It's a mental mental issue that happens or it's something that, a traumatic issue that happened in their past that caused them to go down this road. So everyone is not there just because they want to. People just, they have no choice.
1: And that's true. And and there's one other component, um, is that those people that are on the street, wherever they are in our country, they belong to someone. Exactly. You know, they have moms and dads and aunties and uncles and cousins. Yes, yes, yes. And I think we have to spend a little more time with them to understand what is it that needs to happen for them to rejoin and be able to participate on some level in the lives right. of their own people?
2: Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. That's important. So, right. And yeah. that's
1: something that
0: we
2: do, you know, as far as my company, House of Noyade, um House of Noyade is a lifestyle and design company, um, but it, it's a house. So it has so many different, different things underneath it. And with our company, we inspire people to, Be their authentic self, try to to focus and try not to let your environment, you know, make you you can you don't have to be a product of your environment, you know, and with with my company, um, I see it helping so many different individuals, giving people opportunities to share their talent with the world. And um, those people that are out there, I've seen so many homeless people out there that have a gift, you yes. know, whether it's, it's 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 being a poet, it's being a singer, you know. There's people with Whitney and voices out there, it's Luther Vandross
3: voices, it's true.
2: you know, and they they started with just a dream, and you know they moved here with no help, and no family, you know, and then they ended up on the street. So I want to use our, you know, our company with my partner, Rome, you know, House of Noyade, and I want to use that to help and and just shine a light on it and help individuals.
1: I think that's not only awesome, but extremely important because if a person can find whatever it is inside of them that makes them feel good, strong, yeah. active, yeah. creative, they can dig yeah. themselves out of everything, you know? <laughs> but, but when you take that away, that's worse than being homeless. That's worse than not having food because that's the okay. mental... And spiritual food that keeps us all alive and vibrant. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So you you also are a film director? Yes. Come on huh. through. You did research <laughs> on
2: me, huh?
1: <laughs> Tell me yeah. about it. Tell me about well,
2: it. Well, you know what? Um I've always it's always been my dream to be in the entertainment industry. And, you know, I consider myself an international superstar. I spoke that into my life from a very, very young age. Not only did I do it, but people around me um, has always said, you, you know, you are a star. You are a star. So no. with that being said, I knew that I had to learn everything in the industry. I had to learn everything that had to do with creating movies. Uh, music videos, talk shows, and when I went to school in Chicago, from Chicago, Illinois, I was born in Mississippi, raised in Chicago, and I had an opportunity to go to Chicago Vocational Career Academy, and I studied directing and film and television. Mm. Um, So I knew, you know, I had a passion for following my dreams, and Los Angeles is the way to go, you know, when you want to get into this industry. So I ended up doing very well in school. I got a full ride scholarship to uh, Columbia and I was supposed to go to the one in New York, but I, something was like, I needed to go to LA um, and I decided to go to the school and my major was directing. Uh, and as you know, as a director you have to learn every piece of the industry every movement if you're going to be a gaffer if you want to be from the bottom sure. all the way up to the top you know sure. from cinematography to photography to wardrobe to all those things and um I just I knew I had to be a director in order for me to be great in front of the camera as well as behind the camera, so now when I sit in front of the camera, I know what's going on. I know what that light means. I actually know the name of the the light I know the the angles I know the work that and it keeps you humble too because I've been the the gaffer I've been the person that just carried the cables you know i've I've experienced every job, so it actually is a full circle and it's a great it's a great thing that I actually. I got a chance to be a director, um, and to just kind of let you know, I ended up starting directing my music videos and I did a short film and, you know, I, I turned it into an opportunity, not just as the director for film and television, I became a creative director and that's how I started working with likes of Nisi Nash and Monica and, um, Brandy and the Pussycat Dolls and Trey Songs and I have a list of people that I worked through and worked with um, using that title as a director.
1: That's incredible. So yeah, you're not so you're pretty not pretty just pretty another pretty face. face. Oh, no, you better say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, honey. I love <laughs> it. I love it. This is too much fun. Hold on, Dion. The Godfather. We'll be back right. After this,
3: Hi, guys. Uh, this is 10. Listen, I don't know if you have uh, been able to make your way over to LAWalker.life on Facebook, but if you haven't, do yourself a favor, run over there and just read the snippets of her new book. She's writing a new book, and it is titled Seeing Beyond the Mess. It grabs your attention. All of us have mess. All of us have mess, whether we were born in the mess, as she says. Whether we were born in the mess or whether it's handcrafted mess, but there's life beyond that mess. We sometimes create our own mess, and just from reading the little snippets that I read, she exposed all of that. Just in those little bitty passages, she exposed a lot of that. A lot of that stuff she was born into, some of that stuff she could not control. Some of those things she created on her own, she exposed the mess. Whenever you have time, just run over there and check it out. Um, Let's start seeing Beyond the Mess.
0: You're listening to Up is Higher Than Down with L.A. Walker.
3: So you got a
1: minor, I think, uh, in in, uh, entertainment law as well. Yes. Uh, and Yes. And I want to just point out to people how very important that is in the entertainment industry. Mm. it's highly important um, especially
2: as a person that is independent and you're just starting out you need to be able to read and write your own contracts um, it's, it's, if you can write your own contract then you would never be bamboozled because you know what needs to go in it, you know what is said in the verbiage, I think a lot of people um, I can use an example the, the singer Mario, you know he
0: had a horrible, horrible contract and it's
2: because he didn't know how to read it you know, mm-hmm. and um that's why I was like, okay, if I'm going to go to this school, I'm going to take everything I can out of it, and not only be the director, but I want to learn the stuff on the backside. Can you tell me how to write a contract? And from that moment on, it actually helped me in my career. And um, so, thank you for bringing that up. You're all
1: <laughs> <laughs> well. No, it is important because a lot of us, you know, we get excited about being in front of the camera or being in the studio. And I've seen it over and over and over again. People have amassed these fortunes that they've they've actually earned. But people on the other end who are greedy and disrespectful of other people's lives just take money from them. I mean, and tie them up in court and all kind of crazy stuff. But but we do have to be proactive and uh, create an aptitude uh, for understanding our own business ventures. So I'm proud of you for doing that and and, yeah and for sharing that because a lot of the entertainers don't
2: a lot of entertainers don't and you know to push push the envelope and when you're writing music and you're performing this music you want to have rights to who you are um and as an artist i we only write me and my partner and myself we only write from our true feelings so to have someone else steal that and own that you don't have no rights you know that's the part where you really have to look into the industry and copyright everything and just own everything that you put out
1: yeah i got a little taste of that i write plays and um i've not had an opportunity yet to take something to broadway but i've done a lot of things uh here and locally in las vegas and uh one of the plays that i wrote uh I didn't realize at the time that I was gonna to have to go through so many people if I wanted to utilize just even one or two songs. Um, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, um, a <laughs> it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot.
2: Yes. You know, and to do that, like honestly, you your experience is is you say you haven't done Broadway
1: yet, but broad I say yet because it's still Near your future Thank you. um you just continue to press toward the mark You continue to believe and have faith in whatever it is that you believe
2: in if you're spiritual believe in god and trust Absolutely. that if i continue to do this i will get to my plateau i will get to where i want to where i want to be and so i'm proud of you for doing what you've done and in, in, in your state and you know that that makes me motivated and inspired you know to continue to do what I do, so I see big things in your future, and I see you continuing to be a, a blessing for the world.
1: Thank you, play, screenwriting. Thank you so very much. And I, I know one of the plays would have a particular uh tickle to your heart. It's entitled No Labels. It's about okay. a it's about a homophobic dog that gets adopted oh. by a gay couple and freaks out. <laughs> so.
0: Wow. Okay. <laughs> yep, yeah,
1: that yep. sounds right up my alley. I, I know, right? And, <laughs> and we will talk, we will talk, we will yes, talk. Yes, for sure. Right, let's, yeah. let's talk that out. But now I have to roll up my sleeves and get down Uh-oh. to the Basketball Wives L.A. What in the Uh-oh. world? <laughs> <laughs> Basketball
2: Wives L.A. Wow. Oh. How do I begin? Uh, I can tell you how it all happened.
1: Okay. Uh,
2: I actually been in, in Los Angeles, been in Hollywood. You know, I attend several red carpets, many events, and um, I run into a lot of people who I've probably worked with or never seen before, or people that I wanted to meet, and what happened is I was actually attending a Little Kim concert, and Little Kim wasn't there. She did not arrive on time, and you know I was fabulously late, but I was right on time for her. Okay, um, to perform because she had some people that was performing in front of her. Anywho, I reached out on Twitter and I said, you know, I just I paid this money to see Little Kim. She's not here. Her publicist hit me up, and he was like, you know what? I'm sorry. You've Got to reschedule the show. We love you. Uh, Can you come out to on on Sunset? So I went to the show. After the show, I ran into Jackie Marie Christie. And at the time, you know, the show was just on; it was just getting started. And you know, I took a picture with her. We talked; we had conversation, and that was just it. Okay. Then a couple years. Then a couple years um, went by. That was my first interaction. You know, she was so fabulous. She was like, oh, my God, you're just so fabulous. I love your outfit. I love everything about you. Um, and f- from that moment on, she started to notice me and started to ask me to come into, you know, her her friend circle, sit next to her. And she wanted me to sit next to her doing fashion shows and all that, you know, because to have Dion, darling, to have the golf bubble with you, it means a lot. So um, <laughs> right. we became friends, actually, and it it, it it was just one of those things. I was already filming my own show, you know. Like I said, having my degree in, in directing, I was in, actually filming my own pilot for a reality show, and Jackie invited me to her hotel. At the same time, I was filming my show, so it just kind of worked out. Um, and I just she fell in love with me. She wanted me to 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 be a part of her team and she wanted to actually she said she was going to produce a reality show um and we just we just connected okay then we lost touch it was about maybe three years had went by and i was a stylist at bloomingdale's and she came up to me and she was like you are my guy i want you to transform my style i want you to help me build my brands and all this and you know uh i was like okay i'll take you up on that offer if you're serious because you know i had heard in the industry that she wasn't really serious so I was like, okay <laughs> let's see so we took the chance took the opportunity and we just became really good friends and we hung out every single day and the show producers they fell in love with dion and they wanted to know more um and it just kind of happened naturally for uh, season four through season eight um season eight was their most a um, memorable season. Uh, and it was the t- opportunity for me to step out from behind the shadows and actually uh, have dialogue and people get to see who I am and what I'm about. VH1 did a special on me. And from that, the fans went crazy. And I just continue to be on there. And I just wrapped my last season in 2019, the end of 2019. And I'm doing some great things. I'm moving on and moving upward.
1: Well, I would expect nothing else. But you to move on and move upward, that's for sure. Oh, yes. So, rumor really okay. has it that Jackie's leaving the show. Is that true? or?
2: No, actually, no. She's not leaving the show. Okay. They just actually uh, finished shooting their season nine. Oh. Uh, so she would definitely be coming back. Look, Jackie ain't going nowhere, child. <laughs> that's her baby.
1: Jackie is Without the show. Doubt. Jackie is the that's show. <laughs>
2: Exactly, that's all, you know, she focused on that, that's all she
1: has, you know, right. she focused on the show, um, okay. and I think that,
2: and and they know that without her, it's a need, you know what I mean, they, sure. they need her, she's great at what she does on the show, and what she brings to the show.
1: Right, she manipulates it really well, she, she's got it going on, she's smart like a yes. fox, that's for sure. Um, yes. What's going on with your music? Are you going to be releasing anything soon? Yeah,
2: actually, um, okay, so... As an artist, I'm always constantly creating, and especially during quarantine, you know, those three months, those six months, we were in here locked and loaded. My partner and I, we did individual albums. Um, I have an R&B album coming. I have a rap album coming. All right. Uh, but recently, my partner and I, we have a group called Godfather in Rome. Oh. Godfather in Rome. Yeah. Our first EP, darling, and um, we've done music. We've done several performances together. People just love us singing together. I think they like that, you know, we're together. Right. and We're couples, but we're also, you know, bandmates. Um, and so we dropped our first EP. It's called Godfather and Rome EP, and it's available on SoundCloud and all social media streaming platforms. Um, and it's doing really, really well. So right. we're really excited about it.
1: I'm excited about it too. Yeah. That's you just, I don't know. You just everywhere doing everything. I think that is, is so awesome.
2: You have to, you have to be able to, you know, let me just tell you this. One of my clients, one of my clients told me, she was like, you know, you're always doing everything. You wear so many hats. Oh my God. How can you, you know, focus on this and focus on that? What I tell people is in order for you to be a millionaire or multi millionaire, you have to have seven streams of income. And when you're talented, you have to know what is your purpose and what do you want to do. And I knew that I have talent in, in fashion styling, I have talent in creative directing. You know, we mentioned the directing and activism. So, me personally, that's the reason why we created House of Noye is so that I can do many things so that I can wear many hats. And not sure. only I don't have to be physically doing it, but I can have someone else and give someone else an opportunity opportunity um, to fulfill their dreams and to help build their careers as well as help building ours. So, It's really beautiful to be able to wear many hats and be successful at all of them because everybody, you know, not everybody can do everything just because you say you can do it. But I've learned to master my craft and I learned to continue to study and continue to work. It's always an ongoing situation and I'm just blessed. God has really blessed me and my partner with talents and we're ready to show the world.
1: All right now. So tell me about your partner, Ron. How did you guys meet?
2: Honey, it's a funny story. Um, <laughs> Rome, it's, it's, it's really weird. Okay, so let me tell you. So Rome had a video that went viral. Him singing in the kitchen. His mom recorded a video of him. He didn't even know. He had his eyes closed. Uh. He was so passionate. Oh, darling. She posted a video. It went viral. Now, I, on the other hand, I'm on a whole other part of the world. My mom saw the video on Facebook. And my mom tagged me and she said, this guy can sing. Boo, you need to listen to him. And I I went and listened to him. I had no clue that I followed him on all his social media. But it started from that that video. Uh, And my mom introduced me to this guy, right? So two years after that, he came up on my profile. And I liked a ton of his pictures. And then he liked mine. And then he inboxed me. And we had a conversation. And from that moment on, we knew right then and there that we wanted to be with each other. It took us about three months of having that long distance um, relationship. Okay. And then Jerome flew me out. And I was flewed out, girl. Flewed out. <laughs> <laughs> he flew me out. He was in the military at the time. He was actually exiting the military. And um, I, was, I spent the time there with him. And we just got to know each other. And from that moment on, I said, hey, you're getting out? You might want to move to California. And it's been six years since he's been here. And we are thriving. And you know, six years in the gay community, darling, is like 29. That's, years, huge. So. That's
1: huge. That's huge. It's true.
2: It's huge. It's very huge. So.
1: <laughs> For sure. Now, I understand that Rome sings some gospel, huh?
2: Rome is anointed, his voice is anointed. Um, And gospel is his roots. You know, he started out singing in the church and been in the military. They made him sing at every uh, function that they had, every event that they had. And he's, you know, he's just a really talented um, singer, songwriter. And he touches people with his voice alone um he's such a sweet person and i love him so much we have you know so much stuff coming very 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 soon um people will be able to see our union and see more of rome because um, he's kind of shy really and in real life he's a shy person but when he get on stage and open his
1: mouth that's it then huh Woo! all right all right, all right. I, can't yeah, so I can't wait i can't wait so um, I anything that you would like to share that we haven't talked about, especially in reference to the LGBTQ community?
2: Yes. You know, I, I just want to let all my godchildren out there know, and, you know, my godchildren are, are our fans, but they're family members, and they're people that we categorize in this group, godchildren, you have to just love who you are. You have to be who you are. You have to allow yourself to grow into who you are. You don't have to be anything for society. You doesn't have to be, um, I just want you to know that you have to love yourself. And you have to believe in whatever it is that you do in life. You have to believe that it's possible. And you have to be able to speak things into existence. Because the power of the tongue is so, 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 so powerful to the point where it changes your mindset. Mm-hmm. And if your mindset is positive, and if you continue to go on, continue to fight, you will be exactly what you want to be. You would end up exactly where you want it. Where you should be and I'm just I'm, I want you guys to know that during this time in COVID-19 it's a, a teachable moment for all of us there's some people that are in the hospitals that are alone, they can't be with their family members, they can't even speak, they can't talk, mm-hmm. they can't breathe, mm-hmm. so I say if you have enough in the bank and I mean the bank of God if you have enough in the bank where you said your thank yous you said I love you you said, I can do it. You spoke life on, upon yourself. You spoke life into yourself. You will be just fine.
1: That is wonderful. I feel totally energized by that myself. That's great. Well, mm. well, you know what? Um, at another time, I would like to meet with you so I could get a makeover. <laughs>
0: because, yes, honey.
1: Because, you know, honey, when we, we get older, yeah. we need these things. This is for yes. sure. And I'll and tell you,
0: his-
2: it's not a makeover. You know what it is? It's a makeup enhancement. It's, okay. a, it's an enhancement. Because right. you're already naturally beautiful. You already have a sense of style. So when House of, come, of Noye comes into the mix, honey, we're going to just spin it up, make it beautiful, make it even more. We're going to bring what you already have
1: and make it stand out even more. So we're ready whenever you're Oh, girl. I can't wait. <laughs> You are so <laughs> lovely. Thank you so much for sharing your time. Kiss Rome for me.
2: I sure will. Thank you so much.
1: All right. Well, you guys, you guys have a blessed day.
2: Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for real. I appreciate you for having having me on. And uh, I wish your podcast nothing but success. I wish your career nothing but success. And I just, I'm thankful to have met you. And I'm so happy that our godmother, Maxie B, the one and only. Um, connected us. So I'm just so grateful and I want you to have a wonderful day.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Take care, honey. Bye. Take care, love. (laughs) Bye-bye.
0: Listen to Up is Higher Than Down with L.A. Walker every day. To follow up, make comments, discuss today's podcast, or find out how you can become a guest and share your victory over a negative life event, follow L.A. Walker Up is Higher Than Down on Facebook. Look up get up stay up remember any part of up is higher than down